0: Behind the baller. My life is more than money and jewelry. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from playing sports to exotic whips. Ain't got to tell me, dog. I know I'm the scene behind the baller. My life is more than money and journey. My story's so crazy, dog. I said, make a movie behind the baller. I went from music, Zach, to this podcast. Now I finally feel at home and laugh. Behind the baller. Yo yo what's good everybody and welcome to another brand new episode of the World Famous Behind the Baller podcast I am your host Ben Baller not Ben Humble I am podcasting live from the Santa Cruz mountains More specifically Redwood National Park or Redwoods National Park I am in Felton, California Never been here in my motherfucking life Shit feels like the town that John Rambo was kicked out of in first blood. Like, there is nothing but wasps around me. Shit is crazy. If you are listening to this podcast right now and you do not know what a wasp is, okay, please push stop or pause, okay? Go to the nearest mirror in your home or find a mirror in your car and then get some baby powder, okay? Place a generous amount of baby powder into whichever hand you wish, and then please slap yourself aggressively. All right, guys, man, look, as of recording this podcast right now, my son woke up with a runny nose, coughing, no fever, thank the fucking Lord, and his saturation level is right at 97 to 100, thank God. For those of you who've been rocking with me for a long time, you do know as soon as London coughs three times, <coughs> Three. That's it. We are going to the ER and that's it. And we're staying there for two to three days minimum. Right. His immune system is a lot stronger. Um, you know, he hasn't been in contact with anybody. He has a baby little cousin who's not even a year old and she got a little sick and you know, they're playing with each other. We're out in the fucking woods. There is nothing within 17 minutes away from us. Right. I'm pulled over on the side of the fucking road. There is a Bigfoot museum. In the town that I'm in right now. That's to let you know how motherfucking waspy this This is straight up. You already know. Okay. So anyways, I am just on motherfucking kind of on call. The phone is ready. Like if shit, if I got to go, I got to go. All right. So anyways, yo, I've been off the grid for a few days with my family and my in-laws. Had I known that there, there would be no Wi-Fi and absolutely zero signal. And that's even for Verizon. I got no bar, not one bar, Nothing then I definitely would have chose a different location to camp at. Now, as of, you know, before, when I was writing the notes to this show, you know, before London getting sick, I was like, all right, well, kind of cool, you know, you know, you you always think about that, but because we haven't had an incident in so long, you know, to be truthful, before London kind of getting sick, I was like, yo, this is kind of a low-key blessing, right? Because now we're not, like, focused on our phones, and, you know, they kind of threw a fit, like, oh, you know, because they play Roblox online and shit, and, um you know I gotta worry about the bullshit news, I don't know what the fuck's going on, Um, I know the Lakers played the other night, don't know, I did not even fucking know who won the final four, and guess what, I don't even give a fuck, right, at this time, it's just family, we're chilling, it's family time straight up, cooking, Um, Nicolette's grandmother came, and uh, yeah, that that would be the kid's great-grandmother, so you know, we're just here, cooking our food, chilling by the campfire, roasting marshmallows, all that good camping type shit, right, the only time I would actually get almost two bars was when I hiked for about 18 to 20 minutes. And you already know I'm washed up. So hiking 18 20 minutes ain't exactly the fucking, that ain't like my type of thing, right? But um, I drove to get some coffee uh, from the like basically the nearest town to this spot, um, which is about a 18, 19 minute drive. And uh, it was fucking $12 for a latte. And I was like, God damn, for real, like couldn't believe it, $9 for a cold brew coffee, like, what the fuck, right, I mean, it's weird, like, there's fancy shit, there's, like, a specialized bike shop, there's a Patagonia store, so, like, even though, like, you know, like, specialized don't even have bikes for under, like, $2,000, I don't think, or maybe I'm off, they're gonna be definitely $1,500 or somewhere around there, right, so I'm wondering what kind of fucking, I mean, I know I'm not that far from, and it's Northern California, but, goddamn. anyways, enough about this, And more about the camping trip a little later. Look, you already know, um, I've mentioned it. I got a special guest on the show today. We got my friend Dorothy Wang, um, blessing the mic for the BTB Army. And even though she's Asian, okay, obviously Chinese, and she's conscious, right, of what's going on, we don't get super into the current affairs or what the media or numbskull Asians want us to fall into And with that said, this comment that I left on Deal Hewley's page, right, about the African-American couple that didn't like the dessert, and so the Chinese restaurant owner called the motherfucking police on them, that comment that I left on that page, someone think I just left that somewhere and I'm fucking right. some dumbass person thought I left that on some Asian page, thought I left it on some random, no motherfucker, there was a purpose, okay, that comment has got much more attention. It's hit NBC News. Like, really? You know what? I'm actually glad it did. Okay? Usually I don't give a fuck, but you know, I'm glad it did. You know what? I've had the dumbest fucking people on the planet who don't even realize that I'm partially the reason why there are milestones in hip hop that were broken for Asians. I didn't say Asian Americans, I said Asians. Yes, Korea, China, all that shit. Okay? Where did hip-hop derive from? Black culture, okay? So for a lot of you kids who are out there, who are fake woke, scared for your parents, you know, you don't want your grandparents to walk outside because think they're going to get hit in this, and you know what, you know, with the current climate, and under, you know, that situation, uh, look, I get it, but understand this, okay? When people debunk the coronavirus thing, whatever, boom, they look like fucking idiots, I'm not here to debunk elderly getting attacked I'm here to debunk that it is a national epidemic, you know, trend that's going on in fucking Oklahoma, that it's going on in fucking uh, Seattle that it's going on in North Dakota that it's happening in fucking Chicago that it's happening in Niagara Falls that it's happening in Louisiana, that it's happening in New Mexico, look understand the facts okay, whether or not the youth, the people younger than me right, the Gen X, Gen Z, whatever the fuck you guys want to call them whether or not that they're more progressive today or not, understand these facts. My elders, okay, meaning over 50 to 80, 90, okay, as far as Asians, were mostly racist against black people. Ain't no motherfucking surprise. Ain't no, oh, well, blah, blah, whatever. I would, at the very least, give it 80%. If I was being honest, you know, I mean, I'm being honest. But I would say 90. You know how bad 90 is? When how many Asian people there are in America over the age 50, okay? So let's just say 80% of them are Asian. You know, that's a big majority, okay? This ain't no surprise whatsoever to anybody, all right? Unless you motherfuckers are in denial. As the Forrest Gump of hip-hop, I have witnessed this shit since I was a little, little kid. In my hood, all over Southern California, I can't speak for New York City or the other metropolitan areas, right? But from my experiences and discussions that I've had from other Asian people and other people of all colors, this ain't nothing rare or shocking, okay? Understand, just under 60 years ago, black people couldn't even fucking vote in this country. Do you guys, like, put that in perspective, okay? But pause. Why all the focus on this so much, okay? Because maybe 16 media stories right what 16 attacks publicly have been have been on the media right against asian elderlies and other people right let's just double that to 32 you don't know no fuck that let's just say there were 50 attacks in the last year okay there have been thousands in the last year alone and thousands the year before that and continuously, years before that, that don't get noticed of all black people of all ages, not old, not just young. I'm talking of all from fucking four years old to 80, 90, okay? Afrocentric. Latin people, i.e. Dominicans, Puerto Ricans with black skin, all the above, have been attacked in our country just because of the color of their skin, and I ain't talking about from their own people, and people like, man, blacks be killing other blacks, shut the fuck up, I'm talking about being attacked by other people or being treated badly, okay, look, when we get pulled over, I'm going to be honest with you, even though I got a bald head and I'm covered in tattoos from my neck, chest, all the way down my body and have been for 25 fucking years. It ain't some new shit. Motherfuckers are getting tattoos in the last year. I'm talking. This shit has been I've been tatted. All right. Driving around nice guy getting pulled over again. fucked with at the end of the day. They ain't fuck. They fuck with me, but they're not putting us in there. You know what I mean? Anybody who don't understand what that means. OK, the system is built to fuck them over. Right? Yes, there are Asian-Americans out there who are poor, who are not doing well. And yes, they could be the majority of the poverty line in New York City. That's great. I'm very happy for you. It is a different level of what's going on all right? when the police fuck with somebody. You having to rely on a public defender ain't it. Okay. Understand, when a cop arrests somebody, they have to make sure the district attorney is going to pick up that fucking case and it's going to stick in court. Because getting arrested ain't shit. Getting convicted is a different story. Right? For the most part, we're not getting through that trouble. We're not having those kind of issues. Okay, So sorry if you miss me with the bullshit. Okay? When black people asked everyone to stand for them in the BLM marches and all that stuff, I got it. I overstood this situation. Okay, Now the sole reason, and I'm just telling you this ain't fucking rocket science. Okay, The biggest reason... A lot of this hatred shit is going on, all right, and still not anywhere near at the rate of how bad Black people got it is because of this dumb cocksucker, stupid motherfucker, Dick Stain Donald Trump. Okay, when he began to call it the China virus, Kung flu, all that other shit. Okay, so all that newfound hatred towards Asian, I say it is mostly because of Dick Stain Donald. As I give him that much credit to it, yes. Now look, bottom line. For those of you who still can't actually read. I said clearly, even if black people have an issue or had an issue with us, that don't mean attack or hit our elderly people. Look, fuck anyone who does that. Okay? There were several instances, you know, in the Bay Area and parts of NYC. These are in urban neighborhoods, Oakland, San Francisco, Brooklyn, Queens, right? Where yes, There are predominantly black neighborhood, you know, people living there, okay? But what's going on with coronavirus and the police and jails and the lax punishment, all this shit, okay, going on these days, all right? They're being way more lenient. That means the police and all that shit today and what's been going on the last year because of COVID, okay? So even petty shit is being looked over Due to the pandemic, motherfuckers ain't doing the same jail time. You could have a hate crime, get out of the shit, boom, and you're not gonna go to jail for that long. Sorry. It just is what it is. People understand that, and due to that shit, people are looking for easy looks out there. Cause they out and they hungry. Motherfuckers wanna get their paper, you know, shit's running out, the pandemic, the fucking uh, stimulus check ain't doing shit for them, whatever. And they're like, look it, fuck it. This shit is kinda getting easy. Now we ain't even getting punished the same way. All right, we get caught, shit, we face lesser charges. All right, shit. So the risk is actually worth the reward, all right? For the situations where there are guys just beating up old Asian men and women, yes, I agree. There is a trend in those two areas, all right? And the awareness is there now. And I'm glad it is. But if you want to ask black people in those areas to stand with us, understand why they might be reluctant to, okay? Black people have been very vocal about not wanting to take the vaccine due to their distrust of our government and the medicine and health care towards them in our country, right? With the history of killings of their people inside liquor stores owned by Asians, the hatred of the people by Asian store owners in their neighborhoods, there has been a long pattern of bad behavior that they all have witnessed. It ain't the easiest bug to swallow. Okay, bottom line, these discussions are the ones I told you guys about anytime I have been asked about the AAPI talks. Okay, the other day, Olivia Munn DM'd me. Okay, she had DM'd me some corny ass shit. And I was thinking about, you know, I put up, no, fuck this bitch, I ain't putting her on blast. I just said what I said. I'm sorry, actually, I'm not sorry that she was offended by what I said in my little videos, but look, it was dead on the comparison. That Dave Chappelle comment made about who the fuck cares about what Ja Rule thinks in a situation like this when in regards to 911, right? nine eleven. Okay, yeah. Olivia Nunn grew up in Utah as an army brat. Okay, I'm sure she dealt with, you know, her share of racism when I didn't even fucking know that she was even one percent fucking Asian. That bitch don't look even not even five percent Asian. Okay. More importantly, when did the black community or the urban neighborhoods give a single fuck about what she had to say? Okay? I remember, like, uh, I had to pull up an old Maxim thing from 10, 11 years ago. That bitch didn't say one single thing about Asian shit, and she want to call out other Asian actresses not talking about Asian shit now. And this ain't Asian on Asian crime, okay? If anything, it's Asian on very partial Asian crime, all right? All I'm saying is again, when did the fucking black community or the urban neighborhoods give a single fuck about what Olivia Nunn? what the fuck that bitch's name is have to say okay understand this i appreciate daniel Wu and daniel they came and all this shit look the police cannot help us out they aren't they got other shit to deal with all right we got to fucking hit the right targets this shit got to be handled by asian leaders and real asian progressives okay i think china mac has done a lot for us and i commend him for it right he hit me right after he seen that comment, hit like, the, you know, some Asian pages, whatever, hit me up. I had no internet. We actually got on the phone and talked. He's like, bro, everything you said was 100. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? Nothing you said was a lie. But, you know what, bro? The timing was fucked up. We need all the Asians we could get on our side. And I said, bro, I'm here to talk about all the uncomfortable shit that nobody else wants to talk about. Okay. If you're wondering why there's a resistance, well, there it is, all right? Even Eddie Huang, my boy, reached out to me, said, hey, homie, I understood everything you said. I didn't take one thing out of context, boom. I understood everything you said. That shit was real as fuck. Now, to the idiots and to you fucking mongoloids out there who say I'm in it for my pockets, look, take the money away, because you want to know why? Take the money away, because I made my money. No bag that I got right now will stop my free speech. Ain't no apologies being given out on this motherfucker, right? Okay? The Korean John Cusack is not saying sorry. Not the black or Latin John Cusack, but the Korean John Cusack is not saying sorry. Sorry to bring it up in such a shitty time, but this will give you better perspective, will give you better targets of who we need to reach out to if we need help. All right? We will be all right. We are strong. We are resilient. Don't compare Asian struggles or battles to anybody else's, okay? The funny thing is, we are all so different, okay? Once again, I have to really say this, man. Most people don't even fucking know the difference between a person from Laos, from Indonesia, from Korea, from the Philippines. They can't tell the difference. I can, okay? But I'll say this. If you've ever been to Africa before, okay? Okay? If you ever met Africans outside of America, in Asia, fucking Europe, wherever, the ones that I've met, 100% of the ones I've met had zero hate or any type of racist attitudes towards me. And this is way before I became famous, okay? Most of these stupid-ass issues are in America, okay? It's the fucking media that's fucking up. The dumb fuck who beat up that 65-year-old Filipino lady in New York City, This guy killed his own mom when he was 19. All right, got out of jail when he was 38, did the shit. You think he was targeting an Asian woman? Maybe. But he killed his own black mom. So I think it's safe to say that dude is mentally unstable and fucked up, period. Okay? Again, sorry, not sorry. I'm here to talk about the truth. Okay? I love the fake spin that I'm seeing on pro-Asian pages about, oh, Ben Baller is saying the burden is on us. Burden is actually a funny word, but take it as you want to. You want to know why? I'm responsible for what I say. I'm not responsible for what you understand. Okay? But if I'm selling out, okay, then pay attention. Tell me who's buying my products. Okay? It's actually pretty even across the board. I've studied this shit. You think mostly Asians were on my side, right? Okay? Right? Okay, And then Asian people, they think mostly black people are the majority of my fan base, right? How about I just attract real motherfuckers of every color and every background, period? Because at the end of the day, I don't need validation from either side. I am who I am, and there's nothing I can do to change my skin color. I am proud as fuck to be Korean, so grateful to be here. I thank my mom daily for the struggles that she went through, you know what I'm saying? For the opportunities that she laid out for me right but I was raised in the hood I'm a product of my environment my influences came from black people and Bruce Lee that's it right I'm not here to be you know to intentionally make a change I'm not an activist I'm just here to tell y'all my story how I feel my point of view and maybe you relate maybe you don't so without any more long-winded talks let's bring up my friend dorothy wang god damn yo miles cue up that lakey lake and let's get to a commercial break uh btb army get ready to hear how the point zero 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 one percent lives be right back y'all Mental health is wealth and that's why we're excited to be sponsored by BetterHelp. So many people out there are struggling right now and aren't feeling like their normal selves. Therapy helps and it doesn't have to be sitting around just talking about your feelings. So what is therapy exactly? It's whatever you want it to be. You can privately talk to someone if you feel like you're not dealing well with stress or you're having relationship issues. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better, because you deserve to be happy. And now, you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself, because you are your greatest asset. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and behind-the-baller listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com com slash baller that's betterhelp.com slash baller you are listening to the world famous behind the baller podcast it is a very rare occasion that we have a female on the show i try my best to get the best ladies on this show and today I have the fucking best of the best. I just she just decided to grace our presence and I am so excited because she's actually a dear friend of mine. We have Dorothy Wang on the show. Dorothy, was good.
1: Oh my god, Ben, so complimentary tonight. <laughs> anytime anytime you come for me on Instagram or Twitter again, I'm just going to refer back to this intro that you gave me. It was lovely.
0: Dorothy Dorothy
1: Dorothy you know
0: I love you so much I just have to give you I have to give you shit because you're just you're so you just
1: love to give shit
0: I know but you're so composed and it's like it just makes me jealous you know because I'm not like that calm
1: so you try to rile me up is that what you're admitting
0: pretty much pretty much you know honestly it's really crazy because
1: I take the bait sometimes from you and I get so pissed (laughs) at myself
0: i love the dms that go up after though like from like whether it be like uh like random beverly kids though do you know what i mean not just like fairbrette but i'm talking about like
1: not fair. who
0: was it oh cap like you know like cappy will hit me up be like yo what uh-huh. the fuck did you say to dorothy that oh was like oh my God. anyways um oh for my those
1: God, crap. sticking up for me
0: yeah for those of you who don't know uh dorothy wang obviously is a, uh, as in the episode notes in the description uh socialite actress and many other things actress right?
1: rea- reality show actress
0: reality show actress um so listen how have you been holding up this during this pandemic for like the last 12 13 months
1: I mean honestly it was obviously a very stark change for everyone i remember the beginning we all thought it was 2 weeks even at 2 weeks i was like how am i not going to get my nails done for 2 weeks like i'm supposed to go to new york next week like i had you know everyone had all these things and even 2 weeks Seemed like it was impossible. But I think that as you know, we just had to lock down for longer and longer. I think it really showed everyone how I guess strong and how insular we can be. And I guess maybe just like how quickly the world was moving. And for me, maybe sometimes I did feel like it was like too much. Like I felt like I kind of needed this year off. I felt like it was For me, just even the social calendar, I was like, I needed a year off of Coachella. I needed a year off of Fashion Week. I needed a year off of all the weddings I have to go to. And it just felt, it was restored. It's been very restorative for me.
0: Right. Did you lose anybody by any chance? Do you know anybody that died?
1: No, I actually don't. None of, no one that I know, like no family members or like close friends have gotten COVID.
0: Damn. I mean, I've had like several like die, like, close family. Really? Yeah, my cousin died last month. You know, it was like a really fucking shocking because he was perfectly healthy, young and everything and just went against the agenda. We thought that it was not so much a Trump type thing, but he was just like, man, I'm sick of this shit. Like, fuck this, I'm going to Texas. I'm going to Texas or Florida, which one? Boom, went to Texas, then he got it and then fucking there it goes. Um, Obviously it started in China. I don't give a fuck, it's not about whatever, or allegedly did, I'm sorry. Did uh, Because your parents lived there, did they tell you like how serious it was out there or did they just not say shit? Did they?
1: Well, my dad was there and I mean, in the beginning, I think that they had total faith in the like, oh, China's going to lock it down. They're going to set it down. Like there's no way that it's going to come to the U.S. But I think that as, you know, kind of cases became more and more and then it did make its way over here via like traveling and and also there was like apparently a different strain right from milan and like from europe yeah i i knew about it because i knew that it was happening in asia but everyone was in asia thought that it was going to be like kind of contained and didn't really think that it would transfer so quickly over to here and that it would become such an issue here
0: oh no for sure Now let me ask you a question: When it was really, really bad there, and they were on the fucking like super duper lockdown, did you see any of the videos of what Beijing looked like in real time?
1: I don't think so. Wait, like, are you talking about people in the hazmat suits, like delivering meals? No, I'm talking
0: Dorothy. When was the last time you were in Beijing?
1: Oh, the smog. Is that what we're talking about? The I'm no, no. I'm talking. Like, when's the last, the last time you were in Beijing? last time I was in Beijing, like, was probably five years ago. I don't. Okay. Love Beijing.
0: Last time I was in Beijing was maybe four years ago, right? I was going to a nightclub. The nightclub was two point seven miles away from me.
1: Oh, the traffic.
0: It took over an hour.
1: The traffic get, okay. in Beijing. The so traffic now, and the pollution. Yeah. Now, so bad. Did,
0: if you saw the real-time videos, there wasn't a single car on the road. And that is like really... Well,
1: that's just, I guess there's a silver lining and everything. Like all the smog and the pollution has like cleared up so much in China.
0: Right. Well, I mean, because your dad is who he is and whatever, just like... And I know your parents are real cool. Your dad's chill. But I mean, did he get any special treatment or did he have to be like locked down for real too?
1: No, actually, um, we, I really thought that we would get some special treatment. (laughs) Like, I can't, like, I was gonna go, because we've been, after we were separated, so actually in the beginning of, when they were still, it was still okay to travel, my dad was here and my sister was here, and then kind of, then they were here probably for like six months until around July, and then when they went back to Asia, um like a, my dad wanted us to go for Thanksgiving and for Christmas and I was like okay and I kind of assumed we kind of get like a little like you know if we did the testing and we were safe and like we wouldn't have to do like the hotel government quarantine and we would be able to kind of maybe quarantine in our home or something but it was that was not really the case by the time we wanted to go and the rules were like you have it's like, basically, they just keep adding more and more restrictions. So in the beginning, it was like, if you could quarantine your home, and then they said, you can quarantine your home, and you can't get any deliveries or any visitors. And it was like, you can quarantine in your home, if you only have one entrance, If you have more than one entrance, you have to quarantine in the government hotel for two weeks. And they just kept changing and adding. So um, yeah, my mom and I still haven't gone. Our families are my family's kind of like in a in a Cold War standoff of who's going to do the quarantine to see each other. Fuck
0: that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and no, two weeks, I feel like I, if it was one week, I could do it. I think two weeks in a small hotel room, I would kind of start going crazy.
0: You can understand, like, in 10 years, or I'm sorry, in eight years since I've had kids, I haven't been anywhere for two weeks ever in my life because I can't.
1: That, yeah, I would go to Asia literally for five days.
0: Yeah, no, I go to Asia for like maybe six to eight days, right? And, and I remember being on some long trips, but the long trips ended up being like two weeks because I had to hit Shanghai, then I had to go to Tokyo, boom. But I had yeah. everything I had to handle. Multi
1: destination. So,
0: so imagine, like, four, like but a lot of my boys did it in Korea, they did the 14, but I'm like, look, the very few billionaires that I know in my life, like, there's one in America, right? Everyone else is in China, Hong Kong. Even my boy in Hong Kong, he's like, fuck this, I'm going to Greece. And yeah. he just, yeah, he went to fucking Europe, you know.
1: It's very strict, but that's why they've been able to contain it because there's no special treatment. Like, everyone is literally like a number. That's like really, the, you have to be strict. You have to be hard on it. And that's the only reason why they've been able to contain it. How about have so, you
0: seen real time pictures of, or videos of your dad's malls? Have you seen nightclubs?
1: Yeah, well, now things are bad. No, no, they're, they're, it's
0: 2018 there. There's no, yeah. nothing. People wear masks. People don't understand. People wear masks in Asia regardless. Always. Just it's culture. But I'm talking about the clubs. That's
1: normal. But they are very good at tracing and tracking, which is something that we obviously failed at. Like my dad, like with his shopping centers and stuff, if there's like a small minor breakout in a city or a neighborhood, they will shut down that neighborhood for two weeks.
0: No, for real.
1: So it doesn't spread. And so sometimes my dad will get like alerts from like certain governments, or certain Cities and say, okay, this department store needs to be shut down for the next seven days because there were some cases and they're going to lock down and just like uh, be preventative. Right, right. So th- that is something that they have, you know. I think when China, all like they, had just, they just have a lot of manpower and a lot of organizational skills and technology that I guess we are lacking.
0: It's just stupid here, and I'm going to get in. I mean, it's just—it's something I've actually wanted to ask you for a long time. And out of all the conversations we've had in the last twelve months, I've never asked you. It's weird, but now obviously we have it on record, which is great. How do you feel about this? Uh, a- I don't even know. What the, first of all, I don't even know what the fuck AAPI was until like a month ago, right? But how do you feel about all these recent attacks against our so-called people, like Asian Americans and everything? And just like, what's your thoughts on all this?
1: I think it's just terrible. Like, I mean, it's horrific to see, and I think that it's so sad because you see these attacks and they're on like the elderly, they're on people that are just minding their own business kind of. And I think that it's kind of sad because I think it is because they think that we're weak. And it's kind of sometimes I I always say that like we as a community and we as Asian Americans, we need to stand up for ourselves. We have to protect ourselves. If we're always letting things go, letting things slide, this is, you know, people are going to, attack us because they think that there's not going to be any repercussions
0: let me ask you a question okay so you went to harvard westlake correct
1: mm-hmm. okay correct
0: even though it i would love to say that it's diverse and my niece is going to there now she's got accepted and like you know i've known the history of it boom and everything right like be honest when you were going to school there there wasn't that many Asians there was there
1: there were um like probably like 20 percent
0: Okay, but I mean, okay, so 20% is actually quite a bit. When I was growing up like, you know, high school, it wasn't like, but let me ask you. Do you think you were treated differently over there even though obviously you guys had money, but I mean, do you think you were looked at different or do you think you were it was cool?
1: I mean, I wasn't like I'm going to generalize, like I was not the typical Harvard West like like smart Asian. <laughs> I was not in the AP classes. I so I I most of my friends were white until probably um Five, six years ago. So I was kind of like in a different group. Right. But yes, even for me, I would get taunted or teased or like just like different jokes and stuff that were made. And like, I mean, I wonder now if that still happens in school or if like I just feel like maybe kids nowadays are a little bit more progressive and a little bit kinder to each other. Because
0: I think it's really 50-50 now, whereas before it was like 90-10 and then 10-90, if that makes any sense to you. Whereas now you got the progressive and they really are trying to be that way. And then you still have the other ones that are like, nah, fuck you, chink, you know? Yeah. But let me ask you this, seriously. So Dorothy, you know, I grew up in in Koreatown, you know, I grew up in, in, and there's a lot of fucking, like I grew up in nothing but a minority area, right? And, um, do you actually know? the history be- like not really the chinese too it's not really chinese at all but do you know like the history of racism between koreans and blacks
1: um is this like back in the la riots that they were riots raiding before a lot that of the, the, hoods. the the liquor store korean liquor stores and stuff
0: yeah like honestly when was the last time besides the drake concert that you were you were south of the 10 freeway honestly
1: What is south
0: of the (laughs) temple? I know you went to USC, but I'm talking about like no, I'm
1: talking
0: about no, no, I'm talking about south. Like I'm talking like like have you ever gone like besides be you going to USC, which I totally forgot. Besides Mm -hmm. that, like have you ever even been like well, you ever been on Crenshaw before? Like Crenshaw, I'm talking about south of Adams? Like by Crenshaw, Martin Luther King, Crenshaw. I've been. I like
1: passed
0: by. Okay, I was you know it it doesn't. even... I just was just curious, and I was gonna kind of we were gonna like. like,
1: I've been, but I mean, it's not like...
0: Look, your best friend is black. And I know, of course, he grew up in a privileged family and everything, whatever. And I've known him. By the way, it's so crazy. I think about this all the time. And I know I've told you it briefly, but it just bugs me out because it wasn't like one or two. It was like 17 times that EJ would be on the beach, you know what I mean, in diapers. And I'd see this guy be like, Jesus Christ, he's so big to be, you know, three years old and four years old and five. Wow, he's six now, Christ, huge. And I don't think EJ remembers it. I never had a conversation with him about it, you know. And obviously he's obviously uh such a great kid and I love his dad and I love his parents. But um, I mean, you know, with everything that's going on right now, right? Um, because that, that other question is kind of irrelevant now because you don't like know like the real history, like if your parents were here chilling in LA, whatever, would you be worried about them walking down the street, honestly?
1: My mom is here, and sometimes I do worry about her, Um, but I do, I think that I'm privileged to be in certain areas where people are a little bit, you know, I'm not saying that racism and prejudice doesn't exist, but people are a little bit, I don't know, maybe they're, they've had more exposure. They're not like, just like attacking people on the street, you know? Yeah, no,
0: you don't really see it in Beverly Hills like that. I mean, of course, there was a shooting at El Pastel, which is the fucking most craziest shit in the world. Oh, my
1: God. But I do worry about my mom sometimes because like, sometimes she likes to like, she's like me, like she likes to run all her own errands and stuff. And I'm like, Mom, like, can you not go to Target right now? So like, I would go with her like Walmart, Costco. Your
0: mom goes to Target.
1: Yes, especially during the pandemic. I don't know why she started. She's never, she's literally never gone to Target specifically in her life. During the pandemic, she would have to go to Target once a week, and we're like, "What? Why now? Why are you starting now?" Let, let
0: me ask you a question. I've only seen your mom pictures, right? Do you think, in general, just her driving down the street? And I don't care what kind of car she could be in a Bentley, Rolls Royce doesn't matter. I'm just saying, her being down the street. Um, let's just say she's on a rodeo drive. Let's say she's driving on La Brea and Melrose.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Do you think the general person would look at her and be like, well, uh, she's probably a billionaire"?
1: No, and because also we're very low key. My mom does not like she she purposely likes to like not get a nice car so she could like just drive around, and she says it's like just less stress. Right, she bangs up a rim or whatever. She's just not like looking <laughs> over her
0: shoulder. How about look like, when you got your fucking g wagon You were complaining over thirty grand. I'm like, dude, is Dorothy really tripping on thirty g's? Like, damn. it was
1: the principle. I know. Listen, it then. but we were but, but Dorothy, 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 Dorothy. Dorothy on
0: on you don't realize it's still that was three years, those two years ago, Dorothy. It's still thirty I over know. today. There were people
1: every day. I'm like, should I be selling this and getting a Rolls Royce? By the way, there's still
0: people today that paid for that 2019 new body. There's people that paid 75, 80, crazy numbers, whatever. Anyways, going on, right? You were on TV. You know, you were on. You had your own reality show, major cable network. Do you feel like I've never watched one episode? And I love you, regardless. I'm just. I don't really watch TV anyway. But. Do you feel like if you look back at your body, was it two seasons or three?
1: It was four seasons.
0: I'm so sorry. Four seasons, okay? That's
1: okay. Four seasons. <laughs> so and let me ask exactly. you,
0: when you look back at it, right, do you feel like you were portrayed in a good light on the show?
1: I I was embarrassed every episode, to be honest, because there was this theme of the show, right? They wanted us to be like over the top of noxious rich kids and like, And when you follow us for that long and you're only putting like, you know, five minutes of each day, yes, you're going to capture five minutes of me being obnoxious and playing it up and giving them what they want, you know? So I don't think, to be honest, I don't think like I was doing anything like outlandishly malicious or, you know what I mean? I wasn't terrible, but I look back and also I was younger. I've obviously grown up a little bit, um, I look back, I'm like, ooh, like, it just really only captured one side. And I remember complaining to the producers all the time, like, but I also do this, and I like this, and I'm smart, like, they would always, they liked, like, the ditzier version of me, and I I am ditzy, you know, half of the time, and half the time I'm not. And they would always pick, you know, the certain bite that they wanted.
0: (laughs) You, You tweeted something one, I forgot when it was, maybe three years ago, four years ago, you tweeted something. And I just fucking died laughing. It was maybe four years ago. You just just randomly, and again, it was so, and it, like, I, don't, I didn't take, it. look it, maybe today, like, oh, it's so tone deaf, blah, 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 blah. But it wasn't that at all, but you just tweeted, you put, literally said, I literally cannot stop shopping. And I fucking just laughed. I laughed so hard. <laughs> it was the funniest shit. It was so cute too. I was just, I just laughed, you know, just, I don't know.
1: I think that with me though, everything is not like mean-spirited.
0: No, not, at, yeah. listen, not at all in any which way. All right, and so I, cra- crazy. I'm
1: also very honest.
0: No, you are. I've never seen you lie about anything, even on a small level, and I'm kinda like, whoa, shit. Like, let's just say, like, again, my exaggerations people take for lies because they don't know what to believe because my life is so crazy. So, you know, I'll be like, listen, motherfucker, I got there 75 minutes before you did. When I really got 18 minutes, people are like, that's lying, but like, oh God, relax, take it easy. But I mean, like, you're like really straightforward.
1: I cannot lie. I physically cannot lie. I hate lying. I, I, I cannot. I don't know if you're like good Nicolette. Thing, but you and Nicolette yeah. just do
0: not. Like, that's a big fight. She's like, I hate little white lies. You want to know why? Because they're still lies. And I'm just like, oh, Jesus yeah.
1: Christ. And if you lie about the small shit, you're definitely going to lie about the big shit. You know what I mean?
0: So, when you heard the term or the movie, before you even saw anything, crazy rich Asians, like, did you want to vomit or did you just, like, okay, let me just give this a chance first?
1: I was into crazy rich Asians because I read the book.
0: I oh, read the book, I so I like yeah, the book. Okay. So what do you think of the movie?
1: I thought Crazy Rich Asians would be amazing, and it was. And I think that it was kind of groundbreaking, and it really led the way for um, – Asian Americans and Asians having. Are you snarky? <laughs> I liked it, but that's me. I'm like a cheesy, and I like to look at like dive ins and over the top things. Like it was a. I mean, it wasn't like groundbreaking, hard hitting, but it was like a nice, light, fluffy watch.
0: No, it was glamorous. It definitely, you know, it was definitely something. It just, you know, what's really funny is I said some really rude things about the movie, and um, I don't regret it. I don't, I don't and then
1: you said some rude things.
0: And then TMZ posted it and whatever. And the funny thing was, if you remember that night at the Unforgettable Asian American Awards, right?
1: Yeah. You know. I presented your like what was it, Lifetime Achievement Award? Yeah.
0: When John Shu, the director of the movie, when he started his speech and they told us, everyone only gets two and a half, three minutes. After that, you're done. He went six and a half. I was like, nah, fuck this. He charged me up. He put the battery in my back and I was like, yo, <gasps> I'm about this to man, do it.
1: You hated him. You're here getting No, a life no, of- no,
0: no. What I'm saying okay. though is that he like reached out to me, he's like, hey, we gotta talk about and I think he saw like you know, he heard, like, hey, that dude was talking shit about the movie, boom. So we never really talked after that. I'm really telling you the truth, I don't give a fuck either way. Like, obviously, you know, I'm going to do what I need to do for my people and whatever, boom. I think it's not that deep, but at the same time, it is his movie. And if I'm kind of saying something negative about it, I understand. But I was just curious. Um. So listen. I liked it, but I
1: didn't, like, you know, I don't take it that seriously.
0: Yeah, whatever like just all those people in the movie that one chick she's like the the chick that was the star of the movie i just I was eh, like i'm just
1: okay i don't love her and i didn't love that she was casted i read the book so i was like so excited to see who like this girl the girl is gonna be and i was like oh that's a weird choice
0: who would you have chose if you could chose anybody like i don't you...
1: know i think that they're supposed to be a little bit younger like she's supposed to be like a young girl in college so I oh felt like,
0: shit! Okay, I didn't so know I
1: that. So I felt like Constance Wu was a weird choice, as she's playing a mom on Fresh Off the Boat. You know, I don't know shit. I just don't like her. I guess she was just kind of the most famous Asian actress of the moment that they could choose from, and they just wanted to cast people, you know, with the right. highest profile.
0: I mean, the only the only girl I liked in the movie, or the only person I liked in the movie, was that girl Gemma. Gemma, Gemma how the fuck did you know? How the fuck did you know that?
1: Of course, duh, everyone loves Gemma Chan.
0: You're a fucking weirdo. Okay, so- I know Gemma Chan.
1: Oh, for, I know everyone loves Gemma I don't, Chan. I
0: don't, I don't know her. I don't know anything about no, her.
1: No, I, I don't know her either, but I said I know everyone loves Gemma Chan.
0: Explain an average day for you, right? Literally from the, the moment you wake up, to the moment you go to sleep.
1: Well, okay, so Ben, you know I've been going through all these like health things. I talk to Nicolette about it all the time. I
0: know, but I don't want to get into I don't want I don't want to get into that. I right know. Now. It's
1: really boring for the for, for this is not the genre, but like all day, every day I'm doing like wellness stuff now.
0: I understand. Okay. Can we go back to two thousand nineteen then, please? That's like,
1: just, just tell
0: me you wake up and then, okay, let's say you wake up at what? Nine o'clock, eight o'clock, 10 o'clock. In
1: 2019, I was waking up a, like, sometimes I'd push a 1030 because wow. I couldn't go to sleep at night. I know. Jesus Christ. Um, what a it was scumbag. really embarrassing. Cool. When people would like try to have meetings at nine, I'd like, um, <laughs> I can't, um, but I've worked on it. So now I wake up earlier. I'm very normal girl. Like if I'm not filming or doing things that are like showy, I am very normal. I like to go to a spin class. I'll go to Erewhon. I'll go, you know, pick up my Okay, driver. but hold
0: on. Wait a second. You just woke up, okay? Yeah. You're literally in bed. You just woke up, okay? Oh, okay,
1: I just woke up. What's the in first bed, thing what's I, the first
0: thing you're doing? Are you getting coffee? Are you getting a juice? Are you like looking at your phone? I get a,
1: a hot water and lemon. Hot water and lemon in bed, and I look at my phone, respond to my emails. I like to wake up and, like, have my bedtime, like, like an hour and a half before I need to leave.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay.
1: You know, to center myself. Okay. <laughs> Get ready for the day.
0: And then, um, do you shower at night or do you shower during the day? Or in the morning, I'm sorry.
1: It depends. Um, I usually like to shower at night before I go to sleep. That's the best. Yeah, he wants to sleep, be, like, dirty in your bed from, like,
0: the day. And then you wake up and you're kind of like, all right, let's fucking do this. Like, you wake up, brush your teeth, you know what I'm saying, wash your face, and you're ready to go seize the day. What do you do if you have from 3 to 7 p.m. open? Like, what are you doing through those times?
1: From 3 to 7? I'm usually in a workout class. I'll get a <laughs> massage. I'll go shopping. It depends, but like my life is very like. But when I was filming, my life was so structured and so busy. So it is like kind of like when you're filming something, it takes over your whole life. And then I feel like when you're not filming, then it's almost like you're like catching up on lost time (laughs) and just like enjoying. And also, when you're in the industry that I'm in, like you can get kind of like called to be in something very quickly.
0: No, for sure. I mean, kind
1: of always preparing to be ready in case you're like enjoying your downtime in case you know you get that call like oh we want you to do this we want you to you know so
0: right okay so look do you think it was just your upbringing it was i don't really know your sister right so i'm saying like do you think your dad your mom just raised you a certain way like to live like okay look let's cut the bullshit right was your dad a billionaire when you were a kid or did it become like did that
1: happen like when no. you were growing up? Um he was just your average millionaire until <laughs> <And so laughs> he was 40. And then he went to China. He was a like, semi-retired playing golf every day. We had a nice house in Mount, on Mount Olympus, two Mercedes, like just chilling. Um, and then he decided to go to China to go look at opportunities. And then there was an opportunity and he like um, constructed this building. And then the building turned into a shopping center and then it turned into a you know, 10 years later, 33 shopping centers. So it kind of like, they were fun. Like they did real estate and they would sell properties and had like escrow companies in the US. But then Asia, his business in Asia kind of happened. So he's a late bloomer. And so he always tells me, because sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? So he says, I'm kind of like him. I'm kind of a late bloomer. Like he said he did not take his life or his work seriously until he turned 40.
0: Dude, do you know, I mean, have you ever like, just paid attention and not realize that I'm like the super late bloomer in life. Like I just got like my biggest, biggest, biggest payday, like in the last like four months. Like I've super, like, okay, I've been a millionaire for fucking 17 years, but I'm talking about like the real paper kicked in, like in the last like few months. It's just crazy. So you guys, you know, you you still grew up with some money. You, You went to really good school and everything. Right. Do you think you've changed in the last 10 years?
1: Yes, because I think it would be weird to not change. From I don't mean that. I'm talking about,
0: do you think like, I mean, have you been like, no, fuck this? You know what? Today, I think i that just I've
1: become a little bit more confident and a little bit stronger in myself. But I don't think, like, I still feel like I'm very, like, normal girl. Like, I'm very normal from day to day.
0: I mean, you don't feel like you didn't want to be like, listen, I just, you know what? Today, I'm going to get fucking a BBL today. I'm going to get fucking some double D's. I'm going to get a Birkin and I'm going to go fucking go to San Tropez for a month and da you just don't like, I just don't see that in you.
1: I mean, I just feel like I've always been a little bit of like a goody goody. Like I don't like to break rules. I overthink things a lot. Like even I would love to get veneers. Okay. I've been thinking about it, but I'm so scared. I'm so cal- I like think through everything so much. I'm so scared of messing up.
0: I have veneers. I mean,
1: I know they look great on you. I know that veneers would look great on me, but I'm like, oh, but like my teeth, I'm just gonna like, I don't know. I just feel bad, like throwing away my own teeth. <laughs> what oh, if it turns, what if I hate it and then I can't go back?
0: Yeah, that's the only thing. You can't go back. You can't bite into the apple. You can't do certain things. You know what I mean? You can't just, you know, I the other day, I was eating Jolly Ranchers and I was like, holy shit, I could have fucking really fucked my teeth up. And then yeah, like,
1: you can't have laffy a coffee, right?
0: Um, you're not supposed to, and I've had it, and it's really bad because I do it, and you're not supposed to eat Doritos, like, the you know, like, eat chips the way you did. I just, I've really not given a fuck, and the thing is also as well as like, hey, look, I'll get new ones again, like, fuck it, but it is bad. I'm just saying, like, if I had access to that, I mean, your dad is pretty cool, right? I mean, he's, I mean, I'm sorry, I don't mean to say that, but I mean, if there was something you really, really wanted, like, you were like, dad, I fucking have to have this in, like, yeah. please, he would get it for you, wouldn't he?
1: No, I don't think so. What? I mean, maybe, maybe he would. I don't know. Would, would you feel awkward asking him for flashy. it? Flashy. I think. I think Rolls Royce is a little flashy for him to get me. Like, I feel like that's something that like I would have to like make my own money and get myself. Oh
0: damn! Yeah, you've always been so chill. Just you know what? Let me ask you something totally off the just thing. But do you think lip fillers is not a big deal, or do you think it's like? I mean, I just see it so fucking... What do you
1: mean? I don't think it's... I think it's a big deal, like, in the sense that it, like, can really change how you look and make you look great. No,
0: I mean, I see girls now just literally posting it, like, no shame at all, blah, blah, whatever.
1: I think that people have... I do feel like a couple years ago, everyone was so secretive about what they were doing. Like, I remember, like, we didn't even want people to know that we were wearing hair extensions. Like, don't tag the hair extensions. Like, oh my God, people are going to know I wear fake hair. And I feel like as, you know, the years have gone on, people have become more and more open about just sharing what they're doing. Have and you ever gotten lip fillers, cause...
0: Dorothy Jesus Christ, is what I'm asking. What? Have you gotten lip lip fillers of course.
1: before?
0: Okay. Does it hurt?
1: Um, Yes and no. Like, it hurts, but... But, I mean, there's different ways to do it. I You can do a dental block, but that's kind of pointless. Um, just a little numbing cream. I mean, it's like 20 seconds, and it lasts oh, for, that's you know, it? three, four months. Every time they prick. But, I mean, it is a little painful, but you get, you it, You know, beauty is pain, so we sit through it.
0: How much does it cost, if you don't mind me asking?
1: It depends on who you go. You can go from anywhere, from like, I, and a lot of people now... They are talking about it and posting it because if they do, they get it for free. So it could be for free if you have a following and you're willing to tag whatever. Or it's probably like around like probably the lowest would be like 500 and like the highest would probably be like 2000 depending on who you are. Okay, if
0: you want to go to the best person, you don't want to fucking tag nobody, you just want your shit to be right. You think it'd be like two G's? Yeah,
1: just for lips. Yeah. Just lips. something else. Probably if you want best of the... Ma- 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 yeah, probably like
0: 2,000. All right, let me ask you a question. What do you think if I went to go see Dr. Gavami and decided to be like... He's hitting me up all the time. He's like, yo, dude, you got to get lipo, bro. I'll fucking make you look right. That's
1: righteous.
0: so rude. Why is that rude? For him to
1: say you need to get lipo?
0: No, 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 no. He just messaged me. I don't even know how the fuck he even knows who I am. But he's just like, dude, I have so many male celebrities, athletes, blah, blah. I, you know, dude, this and that. And, and I mean, shit, Dorothy, I'm fucking 30, 40 pounds overweight. You know, like... When you first how met was, me... How
1: did your diet go? I thought you like you were... Didn't you lose like eight pounds in a week?
0: I mean, yeah, I could lose 20 if I needed to like in two weeks, but I just... That's not like what... I'm just... What I'm saying is the only reason I haven't done fucking lipo is because I'm scared of going under. Like going to sleep, like fuck that. Guys in anyway,
1: lipo, though, is weird. Yeah, but you know, Kanye got
0: lipo, shit.
1: A lot of guys get lipo, but it just looks weird.
0: Oh, I don't know what it looks like. I mean, I remember when Kanye got it, he definitely was like... I was like, oh, shit. Like, damn. It didn't seem that big of a deal when he first... But then, like, you see it after, like... Maybe, like, three or four weeks. I was like, whoa. Like, damn, dog. That shit took... I didn't
1: know Kanye got lipo. Yeah, he got lipo. Um, Is he, like, open about it? Or are you just putting it all out there right
0: now? I don't know. Matt talked to Kanye all the time. You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? I mean, I think he's talked about it before. Man, you know what? It's not... Whatever. It's... (laughs) I'll get, a, I'll get am I'm gonna I'm gonna get a text. Motherfucker, why are
1: you telling people? <laughs>
0: um what are two goals that you wanna achieve before you reach 40?
1: Wow. Um two goals. I would love to uh, build a solid company or like investment portfolio. That's something that I've been kind of doing in the downtime. I've been like looking at different investments, I wanna kind of like build a portfolio. I would love to also have like a real solid company or a business my issue and i'm like very open about it, is that sometimes like i don't know exactly what to focus on because i do have a lot of different interests and i do like fashion i do like wellness i do like travel i do like food and so i'm like which avenue do i focus on so just kind of pinpointing exactly what i want to do and that would be you know a big goal and also Before 40, like, I hope that I'm going to probably, hopefully find someone that I want to marry and have babies with.
0: (laughs) How old is your sister?
1: My sister is um, 37.
0: And she has two kids, right? Yeah. So, I mean, she's 37. So, like, you still got three, four years. I mean, you're, like, you're good.
1: I know. But still, my issue is that, like, Ben, you know I never want to, like, date anyone. (laughs) So, trust me, I know. Hopefully, I'll meet someone, or, you know, it's just hard. I think
0: they don't have to be Chinese, right?
1: No, I think it's no, I don't think so. It's just for me, I can't fake it. And I would honestly rather be by myself than like date a loser or date, you know, people that I don't, I'm not really that into. Right. It's just hard for me to meet someone, honestly, that like, that I feel like bring something to my life because I'm actually a very happy, self sufficient single person. So, unless you like make my life better in some way, like there's no point.
0: Like I always said, if I'm fucking like super bored, even though I, can't, how do I fuck my board? I have 74 employees. I have three businesses and fucking three kids. Like I'd never, but I always said, if I'm bored, I'm going to fucking hit Dorothy up. Like we're going to fucking, you know, like it's always some shit to do. Actually, you know what? I was, didn't even think about this till right now. That oh, sounds crazy as fuck, right? You obviously have a trust. There's a living trust, probably maybe another trust. Cause like I have trust for my kids. Right. And they're going to obviously, mm-hmm. you know, be left money. Do you think if you married somebody who, you know, whatever, or even if he, what didn't, ha- is your dad going to make you do it, make a prenup for your husband?
1: I think I would want a prenup in general. I think a prenup for both sides is good.
0: Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I'm just ask him. Yeah. So
1: just to go in without any questions. You can go, you
0: know. No, for sure. I'm not trust me. Um, and also crazy is that Nick and me met at my bottom of bottom. Well, bottom as far as like in my life as a professional and everything, like she literally got me at my worst and i felt like fuck man this sucks
1: i always tell you ben that like nick is literally an angel and i don't know what you did in your past life to deserve her <laughs> but like uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> so look okay the literally
1: bed, nicolette is like an angel on earth having no to she is deal with you.
0: imagine like she's never jealous she knows i'm friends with so many fucking hot chicks and blah blah she doesn't give a fuck she's chill
1: she's so pumped and she's the best mom and she doesn't care about like you know the cars or the bags or the this or the that she just like wants her family to be happy she's all about being a mom and a wife dude her birthday and was
0: two days ago I tried to get her a Birkin again for this fucking seventh time. she's like I don't fucking want one and I was like alright
1: you don't ask you just get it
0: I did that with the Kelly you know what I mean so I just didn't want to like waste it okay so everything is all good there is nothing I'm talking we are fucking good as good green lights everything no one's sick nothing boom where is the first place you're going to as soon as we are good?
1: It's a toss-up. For me, for some reason, I've been really missing Taiwan. <laughs> I always go to Taiwan. Like, I would go to Taiwan like three, four times a year. Like, Fucking food pop in, pop is so out. good. Yeah. The best food. Oh, my God. The best fruit. Like, the best shopping.
0: Shopping in Taiwan?
1: Yes. And also, you get a uh, tax back.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool, yeah.
1: You can go and get Rolexes. And all the I just watches, didn't know about the
0: food until my boy was like, yo. The
1: food is the best. The fruit, and the people are so nice.
0: Yeah, Taiwan's and really, really also, like, cool.
1: Paris and London. So it's like Taiwan or Paris and London. Those are my the, the places that I miss going to the most.
0: Right, right. Actually, Those are for it's funny. Next year is our 10-year anniversary, uh, wedding anniversary, not together. 10. Uh-huh. And I'm like 90, I think we're going to get married in London. We're going to do our renewals in in London. Because, you know, that's where she lived. You know, our firstborn is London. I was named after Big Ben and all this other crazy shit. So we always have like a lot of history there. We've had so much fun there and we're trying to figure that out. Where is your favorite destination to like to vacation though?
1: I love Bali, but it might be because I have so many Indonesian friends. So whenever I travel, I like to be like in the know. You know? Yeah, Bali's um, dope.
0: I've only been once and it's been 17 sit, years. Right? Oh, I know. not yeah. right. <laughs> No, it was 17 years ago since last time I was there. Well, the only time I was there. Um, but I I've love been... Bali.
1: I love Thailand
0: also. Yes. Have you been to Sri Panwa before? Sao
1: Paulo?
0: No, For Sri China? Panwa. Oh, Sri Panwa. Yes. Oh, my fucking God. Yes. That was... Yes, I've been to Sri Panwa. That was... I think maybe the first hotel I stayed
1: at. I
0: didn't even know that they had sushi at that level there. Like, of course, it's, you know, whatever. I'm talking about holy shit. Like, goddamn, sashimi is crazy. What is one area that you'd want to visit that you have not been to yet?
1: I haven't been to India. I would love to go to India. Oh, man. I would love to. I have been to, like, Zimbabwe and done, like, you know, the safari trips. But I would like to, you know, explore more around that area. And also New Zealand. My sister loves New Zealand. Oh, New
0: Zealand's dope let me tell you india you can fucking put that shit in the back burner like i was like that was this
1: that's what everyone telling like, no it's <laughs> oddly like no one <laughs> oh, in my family nah. wants to go to india Damn i'm, I'm uh, my family's like down to go everywhere but i was like let's go to india and they're always like Ugh.
0: i've been like two three times i'll never go back if i never ever go again i'm good
1: for jewelry right for diamonds yeah right? for diamonds yeah i think our jeweler like kind of scared them off about india because they tell them about like the conditions of some of like the, like I don't know the jewelry
0: district. Imagine the worst parts of China, and I'm talking about, dude, people that are listening to this right now. By the way, this is a global podcast.
1: I know I feel bad. I don't want to
0: like. So no, listen. This is a global podcast. We're number one in several countries in Africa. The top podcast. we I have big fans in Malaysia, Indonesia. I have to be honest with you. There's parts of China where I'd be like, yo, this is fucked up. When I went to India, multiplied times a hundred, was just I was like, yo. Like destitute, just anyways. They say that the greatest destiny or the most beautiful destination on the earth, it, number one, it's always number one and number two, and it's Seychelles. I've never been. So I've oh, never
1: been either.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna check it out. So to some fun shit, right? Because we're gonna wrap this up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What's it like having the exact same birthday as someone like me? Oh, like,
1: oh my god! Actually, when you found I'm,
0: out, like, what did you think? Like, when you found out that yet?
1: actually kind of knew subconsciously in my earlier days like when I was like 20ish and I remember every year for my birthday going to the clubs I was like, <laughs> trying to like get a table at a club and I remember like it was always so difficult cuz it was always the fucking grammys it's always Grammy weekend for our birthday right And then on top, of so I would have to be battling with like Jay-Z and Diddy for tables and this and that. And then they would throw in, oh, it's also Ben Baller's birthday. And I was like, who, how do people have to deal with to just get my little table, you know? (laughs) Um, So so I think that when we finally linked up, I even posted on Instagram, I was like, thank God I'm friends with Ben so I don't have to be fighting for tables anymore with him.
0: You know what's (laughs) crazy is back then is when I had to have the best table I had to have this I had to have the table next to me for my friend I was like why the fuck did I piss off that kind of money it's so funny so fucking crazy but such great times of going out back then at Coco Deville and fucking aren't
1: you happy go. that we did it though especially now like oh, aren't you, you looking back like you can't say that we didn't do what we could no
0: i to say our birthday party though was the last time I went out and like it was so epic it was, I can't tell you how many people told me that was fun. It was like crazy. I got to bring Bieber out. You know what I'm saying? Like fucking. It
1: was epic. Yeah, Bieber, it was really good. Future, yeah. John
0: Mayer. <laughs> it was cool. Um, You know what's funny is you are the first person. I drove by this place possibly 1,000 times and never thought to ever go inside. You're the first person to show me Hanson's cake. And I'm like fucking obsessed with that fucking place. so good so fucking good
1: and you gotta get the marble cake with a french chip filling
0: oh my god, shit was incredible so what would you say was your favorite moment around me like since you've known me what was the favorite time like what was your favorite moment
1: always fun around you you oh but like i feel like we always just like link up during fun to do fun things
0: no i know but like what's something that just stays in your head like oh my god me and obviously
1: the drake concert oh my (laughs) god so you made me in Farrah's night, but it was so fun.
0: It was really funny because I remember when I had to leave you, we were backstage and I had to leave you like kind of like outside his dressing room and then 40 brought you guys in. He's like, yo, this girl was not le-. like, he has to tell people all the time, like, no motherfucker, you're not letting, you know, boom, he has no guilt, no nothing. And it was funny. He was like, bro, like there was no telling it. was so funny. It was just great though. And, and um, it was crazy because I was kind of nervous about Farrah because of who her mom is and like the show. And I was like, oh shit, fair is so fucking cool. Holy shit, man.
1: Ben, I only hang out with like cool, chill people. Like all my friends that I hang out with are all chill and cool. And like, I don't hang out with just like people because they're like famous or this or that. No, I, I actually I'm just saying, don't hang out with people if they're on other shows. She's just
0: <laughs> super fucking cool. Um, He's the
1: best. We've been friends since USC. Since our first year at USC.
0: And speaking of USC... Because you told me a story about this, how bummed are you that the Rotunda in San Francisco closed down?
1: Oh my god! The strawberry butter. Oh so the Rotunda. God. For people that don't know, the Rotunda is at Neiman's. This Ben is very bougie in San Francisco. Oh it is where you name. have the best afternoon tea.
0: Penthouse view of fucking Union Square. The best fucking popover
1: popover with chicken consomme that,
0: like oh my god uh, wine yeah. selection direct from napa ridiculous
1: that was the only reason why i would go to the football weekender was so <laughs> i could have afternoon tea at the rotunda but you know what now Ben, i'm going to tell you the new neiman's cafe on the third floor they have the popover and the And the strawberry butter. But it's
0: not the ambience. You know what I mean? Like, I love. I know,
1: it's different, but you can have the actual. No, I get it. I'm
0: just saying, I love the rich, snobby people looking at me like, yo, who the fuck is this scumbag?
1: That's Ben's favorite thing to stunt on, like, old (laughs) waspy smoothie people and, like, come in and, like, with his grill and his Cuban links and, like, (laughs) <laughs> I don't even
0: wear chains yes, anymore. What are you talking about?
1: Possible. Just
0: saying, it's like such old money. People who live in $70 million houses that are tiny because the fucking real estate it's so nuts. There, you just They're at Rotunda having their tea time and I'm there, loud, talking shit. Like, oh, I'm so fucking sad. Anyways, my last question I ask every guest that has ever been on the show is, is there anything you want to ask me?
1: Oh, wow. Okay, I have a question for you. Is there one time in your history of trolling people <laughs> where you feel like you took it too far and you feel remorseful or bad?
0: Oh, shit.
1: That was a good question, huh? It's
0: <sighs> so, so crazy because, one, we're friends, so you kind of like, no, so like, it's not like, you know what I mean? You would be able to ask something. Like, so, like, 13 years ago, maybe, somewhere around there, Kim Kardashian put out her first song, This Dude the Dream, produced it and wrote it, boom. Oh
1: my god, that and it was song. Like,
0: and I, I tweeted. I remember that episode. Yeah, and I tweeted, I don't know the episode, just I tweeted some really fucked up shit. I won't even say the exact thing. And the dynamic between me and we, me, like she was my neighbor, first of all. Do you know what I mean? She lived right behind Q V. By the way, oh my god, I fucking miss Q V so much. Oh my god, Cuvée!
1: Oh my god, the it's shrimp a salad, yogurt machine,
0: and the fucking sh- the spicy shrimp salad is crazy. Oh my so god. So, she lived behind Cuvée. I lived right on the side of it. So like, that changed everything forever. And on top of it, to troll, I was like, yo, on the other end, yo, Paris Hilton's album, Loki. That shit is fire.
1: So she, good. I always tell Paris to just re-release her original album. It was
0: always. a good album. I don't give a fuck with nobody. So people can say all the shit they want to. Let me tell you, so when it I actually listened to it,
1: so good. I understand. fucking laughed.
0: We were in the car. We, we, me and her were in a limo when she was dating Benji. We were in a limo going, I forgot what fucking club that was. One of Josh Richmond's clubs. I was like, this is really you? And she's like, yeah. "I was like, this fucking album is crazy. Now...
1: Her, her album is like hit after hit.
0: No, it was. Kim sent me a text message and iPhones are barely... I, came, you, I had to scroll for almost one full minute To get to the end of the message, it was so like she unfollowed me on my... Yeah, she went fucking nuts. And I was like, my trolling went bad. And the crazy part was... It fucked like everything up. Like where Rob's like, "Yo, dude, like I can't like kick it with you." Like this whole, it just messed up everything. And I felt like, damn. Like I ended up being on the show, and she tried to clown me on the Kardashian show. And then I had to like fucking, I didn't sign off on it, so they couldn't air the episode of me doing it. And then she's like, "I have the footage of you crying." I'm like, "Bitch, I wasn't crying." What the fuck you talk? But it just, it literally, for like five six years, there was beef. So,
1: but what you're saying is that you met your match with Kim. Like she was the one that push no, back to okay. to where it became difficult for you
0: look what it was was this i was at the Beverly Hills hotel we were pulling up she was finishing a workout whatever whatever and i seen her and i was like hey what's up and i was like i mean what fuck you can't just walk to somebody in a quiet like you know the 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 entrance at valet yeah. and i'm like hey yeah. what's up and i'm with nick and me and nick are first dating and, and if you googled asian kim kardashian in 2010 like nicolette's name would come up so you know, she's like, oh shit, I know you knew cameras. Boom. And I gave you know, like the fake kiss on the cheek, blah, blah, whatever. And she was like kind of rude. And my wife's like, yo, like, did you do? So I told her the story like years later and she's like, you know what? You should go up to her right now. We're at Justin Bieber concert. She's like, you should go up to her right now and say, I know this is not the place, but hey, I just want to say, hey, look, I know we both have our first kid. Boom, things are different. I was really wrong, blah, blah. So I, I gave her this long drawn out apology. And she looked at me. And by the way, we had 10 moments before that where she's like ill. Why is he here? Like, how about um, like treating me like you know, like I was dirt, whatever. After I did that, she looked at me dead in the face. It's loud as shit, obviously, you know. And she's like, you know what, Ben? This guy like, can't fucking believe you just said that. She goes, you know what? It's all good. Don't even worry about it. Don't worry about you know waiting later for later and to articulate and elaborate on the apology. I really appreciate that. So ever since then, like, we're at least on like a a civil. You know, like we're cool now. Like that was, and I just really, of course, I've trolled a bunch of other people, but she really went fucking ham on me. Yeah, so, yeah. she was
1: probably embarrassed of the song, and then like you're supposed to be her friend. Like,
0: how <laughs> did you go? It was, it was, it was really bad. It was, No, I'm not her song. I'm sorry. It was bad that I went so hard, and then the tweet was going like it was, and you know, people were like, "Yo, it I thought was, that was going yeah, viral." It was bad. It was bad. Even Adam Golston was like, "Yo, dog, like." bro, you can't even like hang out no more. Like she's like, it was like that. So anyways, I'm glad that that's over. So do you
1: think since that experience, you've toned it down? Like, did you learn from that?
0: I learned from that, but I don't think I, I just realized that like it was fucked up because in a way she thought I did it for clout. Yeah. But I genuinely just was just being a rude person. I was but generally just being... But
1: why do you being, do it? What,
0: do you oh, just, God, Dorothy, that's not what we're going to talk about right now.
1: You know, so I'm getting... This is my <laughs> follow-up lesson. But, like, do you, do you like, see or hear something and you just can't help yourself? And you're like, I have to just, like, put my okay. two cents in? Are you
0: ready for this? Are you ready? For, listen, Dorothy, it's so funny you said that.
1: Like, do you have, it, like, an actual compulsive issue? <laughs>
0: I do, and I have a blurting issue. I have tried so hard... There's so many drafts in my tweets that I'm like, I'm not going to push send on this. I'm not going to push send. So imagine the ones that I don't send out and like, I'm like, I forget like, okay, hold on. I'm 48. I'm married. I need to fucking chill. So like, yeah, you know, I mean, look, I, I definitely have, I think, grown up quite a bit. I'm still very immature and whatever, but... That is uh, all the time we have, and Dorothy, I love you so much. You have no idea. I want you to understand, no matter how much shit I talk, you have to understand, I would literally fly to fucking Shanghai and kill someone for you.
1: Oh. All
0: right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for coming on the show, Dorothy. I really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you. This is fun.
0: Yeah. Yo, Miles, can you throw I'm on some... Like, I-
1: the softer side of
0: Ben Bala okay yeah with that said
1: (laughs) Miles can you
0: (laughs) Miles can you please cue some Lakey Lake (laughs) and we'll be right back you guys (laughs) man it's so quiet as fuck here man I'm actually looking at my phone, just waiting for you know. I'm praying to God that my wife doesn't call me, telling me like, "Hey, we gotta take London to the yard," ER, because there just ain't no fucking ER near here. Anyways, time actually uh, is has passed by really quickly, really smoothly, right? I was surprised, you know, just being out, no fucking phone, no no um no internet, no, no nothing. Uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Uno, and I ain't really playing. Uno. It's so cool that you know London understands Uno now. Ryder's right? kind of getting it right. We've been building puzzles a lot. Shit, I used to fuck with puzzles heavy when I was a kid because, you know, obviously it challenged my mind and it was a great way to kill time. But um, this was the first time that my kids got to see a creek, right, and get to walk in it, you know, walk in fresh water and see blue jays in the sky and all that type of shit and everything else and just really be in a fucking forest environment, you know. I promised London Rider that I'd take them fishing. Uh, when I was real young, my brother used to take me fishing. He used to take me to Redondo Beach Pier way back in the day when they had— the fucking uh the barge right uh we take a boat to the Redondo Beach barge and it was like one of my favorite things to ever do we would fish all day we'd uh, I'd catch some mackerels I'd catch some big ass fish it was so much fucking fun one time I caught a legit yellowtail and I don't know you can make money off that shit that really fucked me up right cuz I was always about that money I actually needed a gaffer to help me out with that and uh you know eventually as I got a little older I started to go on half day boating trips and then I stopped because I would puke my guts out every single time. I just couldn't deal with the motion of the ocean. I got seasick like a motherfucker. But um, I would actually love to take my kids out now that mean exists. Yes, guys, I am that old. That shit was not around back then, okay? um, But anyways, we went on a lot of hikes. You know, the weather's just, like, perfect, like 65, 60-ish, um... Um, and that time it gets a little chilly, not like freezing or nothing, you know what I'm saying, like 50s and stuff, whatever, but, um, it was crazy, uh, the campground manager said that the trees that are in the forest that we're in currently are the ones that were cut down to build the houses in San Francisco after the big fire hit, I guess, in the early 1900s, I'm not exactly sure, I wasn't paying attention, but there was a lot of tree stumps that are around, I guess that's where they made the campground, but it was just fucking crazy because there's so many fucking trees, but um, as the airing of this podcast, we will be headed down the coast just south of Big Sur to uh, spend the rest of our kids' spring break and uh, oceanfront or near ocean by uh, like resort type RV spot, whatever. You know, um, we'll have Wi-Fi, you know what I'm saying? So your boy will be back on his bullshit, right? By the way, I will be in New York City from the 14th to the 20th. If there is someone you think in New York who fits the BTB mold, why don't you hit them up, at them, whatever, or DM the BTB page, IG page, and uh, maybe I'll get them on. But uh, I know Trax NYC's already hit me about coming on the show again. I might have him on the same episode with my boy Greg, a.k.a. Mr. Flawless. I don't know. In fact, Jimmy Boy hit me up. He's like, yo, you going to New York? I want to come. Um, on to business news. Uh, Ethereum is up again. That shit broke 2100 job back down to like 2062 I guess I just saw a notification now. But listen, y'all. Y'all better pay attention. I'm not going to say this again. Yes, FDIC insures your money up to what? $125,000 if it is stolen. How often has that happened to you? Okay? In my entire lifetime of having fucking 400 different bank accounts, I've never had to fucking rely on FDIC insurance. Now listen, crypto will be getting a similar insurance plan soon, but I just want you to know you will never get the same return yes there are risks but right now man in the last couple of years there ain't been that many motherfucking risks this shit is definitely in the long term or the whatever it's been definitely a bigger you know payout than regular banks gonna give you even a korean banks korean banks got that motherfucking 10 percent interest but just know you will not get that return in a u.s savings account or any type of ira okay now I have officially watched the worst movie, of uh, 2021. I watched a movie called Unhinged. It is about road rage. And it's about a mom who was having a shitty ass day. And this dude's having a terrible whatever. You look, at, the dude is Russell Crowe. And I'm actually upset that they wasted this film and his skills on this fucking awful ass movie. So I'm telling you guys, do not rent it. Do not spend any money on this bullshit ass movie. It fucking sucked. Okay. Now I did watch an amazing doc- documentary. Okay. It is called We Work. Now, have you ever been around, like, any major city, L.A., Hollywood, you know, San Francisco, New York, whatever, and you see WeWork signs all over the place, like the, you know, they build the offices for people so you could, you know, people could have a bunch, if you have a smaller corporation, whatever, you want to build a bunch of offices, look, it's about WeWork and the billionaire who founded the company, those office spaces, right, and how it ended up being a fucking huge scam. Like, I now highly suggest you guys watch that, okay? But listen, guys, I need to check out. I still gave you motherfuckers over an hour, right, on my vacation and everything. Listen, the Korean Liam in his outro. That's it. I will see you guys back on the weekend wrap-up. So please, God bless. Suck it easy. Please make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend and subscribe to the show. Yo, that's it. Lakey, where you at, bro? All right, man. Take us out of here, homie. Peace.